Hey guys, and welcome back to Black Girl Manifest Podcast. I'm Brittany. And this is Anika. Yes. Hey, Nika. Hey, B. I miss you so much. Girl, <laughs> I need a mammy hug so bad. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay, for, so for our new listeners, Anika and I are best friends, and it's been a while since we've seen each other, and I just I miss you so much, girl. Yes, and so just to put a timeline on that, we've been best friends for, I was saying at one time, 15 years, but I think, can we, like, it's been more than that now, so. Oh, yes, man. We've probably yes, gone on, like, the mm, 17 years. But no, man, it's been longer than that. Has it? We, att- we, we, we can drink now, I believe so. Well, because it's 2020, and I know I moved to Memphis in 2000, so we'll say 2001, so let's say 19 years. Okay, we we can drink as long as we don't get caught. Right, we we okay. almost can drink. This friendship is okay. legal as hell. Do you hear me? Yeah. And I haven't seen her since um, June, so not quite a year. We're probably looking at like seven months, however, whoever. Yes. Yeah, so. I was actually going to tell you the other day, like, I want to come and see you. So we're going to talk about that later. Come and see but, me for once. Come and see me for once. <laughs> My door's always open. <laughs> but in D.C. it's like a um a cherry blossom festival in D.C. Girl, when? Where? What time? Let me know. Let's, it starts let's... like at the end of March, beginning of April. So I was like, let me want, I wonder if I can sneak up and see my girl for a little while. Okay. So uh, we both super in the plant. So I know that that'd be something we both would enjoy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We and like to like. see a little bit better this time. Oh, yeah. I got my ankle break <laughs> ready. I'm ready. Come on. <laughs> I'm ready. Let's go. Look at my backpack. <sighs> so, how's your week been? My week has been great. I just came back from New York on Monday and the week went by for it to be a four day week for me the week went by incredibly slow mm. Um, I've been a little stuck in a little procrastination but I was um, I'm gonna get that together but it's been it's been it's been pretty good I can't complain. How, how's your week been? Tell us, oh, wait a minute Shadi, oh. tell us a little bit about your trip to New York Girl, so went to New York to see one of my favorite, one of our favorite podcasts, The Read, and it was everything. <laughs> yes. So it was it was really fun. It was a great show and everything. But I just want to say that New York is a Southern girl's nightmare with all the busyness and the, the, the hustle and bustle. But at the same time, as much as it was a nightmare, it was so much fun. And I definitely have a love for the city in a way that I can't really vocalize because I, I parts of me kind of like it but I, I had a good time with my sister we had fun and it was it was it was good that's great so if you could be would you rather be a, a city girl or a country girl girl I I'm torn I'm like I'm right in the middle because parts of me are really attracted to that city busy life uh-huh. and then another part of me is like the introverted part of me is like Oh, let me let me. Uh, I need some grass in the suburbs. So I'm 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 really divided on that. But I think I'm yeah. I'm definitely more of a southern girl. But something about me, something about that city busyness attracts is attractive to me. I don't know. It's strange. Yeah, it just it's like going north to south is just such a um 
big transition because the South is like, all right, put your head in my mammy titties. I'm finna give you some <laughs> macaroni and cheese and we can have some yes. pecan pie, some red velvet cake. And then the North is just like, bitch, move the fuck out of my way. Get out. The, I mean, especially with the driving. People here, I, remind me to tell you a road rage story later. People here have crazy road rage. I mean, as soon as the light changed, they want you to already be driven to damn near Mexico. Like, damn, I was going to go. When you picked me up from that airport that time, I was like, oh my gosh, like everybody's just driving so oh. <laughs> 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 I've been in this house way too long. Yeah. Way too long. But how was your week? Um, actually my week was pretty good. And I will say it was pretty good up until the later part of yesterday and today. Um but what I did is, and it actually, like, I'm I'm kind of disappointed in myself because um, I parked in an anxiety moment, and that was something that I was super proud of. Like, I've learned how to talk myself out of being anxious all the time, and um, I know how to work through it. Like, thanks to Sheila Marie's meditation mixtape, like, I've... Um, adapted the four-part breathing and I will put on my meditation music and light some candles and some incense and I just kind of let somebody well some people give me a little bit further outside of my box but I do know that comes with growing and learning I know that it's not going to be a walk in the park all of the time so I had to get my motherfucker I had to put that damn window up today burn my sage, my Palo Santo, and some incense. I had to turn on the meditation, put on some damn, uh, light some candles, do some four-part breathing, so now I'm bike, and I'm good. Like, these, y'all, these motherfuckers try to kill you, kill me. They try to kill y'all favorite bitch, and I'm still (laughs) You still strong. But you know that's that's you. I I like the idea of you know you admitting that it got you a little bit far farther outside of where you wanted to be because in order to kind of grow and to learn to kind of you know adopt this new mindset that we're yeah. that we've you know kind of adopted, I guess. Um, you you I mean you're only gonna know about how to get stronger in those situations by actually having those type of. Yeah. you know what I mean so you'll know like okay next time I maybe won't do that or I kind of dealt with this before so it's kind of all a part of the growing and it, it does hurt it's it's, it's it's uncomfortable but it's for the good so yeah and I want everybody listening to who is you know still a big you know a novice in meditation and growing and in spirituality and all that kind of stuff I want you to know like even some of the people who have been doing this for years they still get flustered and they still get irritated it's just human nature so don't think that you are superhuman and you're a monk and um you, you nothing's ever going to bother you because that's not realistic you just need to what the the main goal is that you need to learn how you have the tools and you need to learn how to work past it and so i'm glad that i have the tools and i have the knowledge to work past it because four years ago three years ago I I may even say two years ago, I would cuss these motherfuckers out, and 
I used the tools that I have. I blocked them and I kept it moving. Yeah, y'all do know y'all can block people. You don't have to respond to anything they're saying. You can block people and you can keep your day moving and let them sit and talk to themselves. Okay. <laughs> That's sure. that is a word. Remind I wanna um put a pen in my what I have to say. Remind me to bring it up for the manifest segment. Remind me okay. if I have something to say. Okay, got you. But yes, I am now. I am great. I am better than ever. Well, I'm glad to hear it. I'm glad to hear it. We're growing and we're learning out here. Edges and uh, mentality. Thank you. Okay. I got my wig. My my wig is down. <laughs> Your wig is down? My wig is down. I got a glue. Uh, you know, I'm trying to get out of glue list so, you know, I won't have to rip my own edges off. So, you know, <laughs> it's got a, uh, it's a glue list today. So, just well, in case I need to come off of that. So, you are one friend that has had all her edges for sure. <laughs> so, with that being said, now that we've edged this conversation up. <laughs> with that being said, um, so today we just we are going to talk about um navigating adulthood without a father. And I know so many of us can mm-hmm. relate to that for whatever reasons, whether yes. you know your father has passed on or your father you you know you don't you no longer speak with your father or whatever or you never knew him whatever the case may be i'm noticing a lot of us black women are navi- at a point where we are navigating adulthood um without a father and i and it just kind of triggered the other day cuz i was thinking like dang this is a time when i feel like i would really need my dad like mm. you know you, you need your parents when you're young but i would even say at this point in my life i feel like i need him even more than i've ever needed him before like yeah I, I just could use some uh, manhood adult advice without anybody judging me and just having a good time um, like we normally do. So um, we just kind of want to talk about a few points um, yeah. for each of us. That's, that's the reason why it's important for, uh, you know, us to have a father in adulthood and how it's hurting us at this point. So I don't know, Brittany, did you want to go first? Um. Sure. Well, let me ask you, how was your relationship with your father? Perfect segue. Um, so my father, um, we had a wonderful relationship. We were always close. It was kind of strange because he wasn't in terms of, um, you know, doing everything that he could, you know, in my mother's eyes, he, that wasn't, he wasn't the best there. You know what I mean? Like I remember, growing up and just knowing that he wasn't around because we lived we we pretty much always lived down south and he lived in Maryland and wherever the hell else he was Mm -hmm. so I didn't hear from him a lot like in my adolescence but I would always go every summer or Christmas and see him and you know it was you know I was I still had like a a deep love for my daddy like I adored the fuck out of that man no matter what was said like that's my daddy and that's what it was but ironically enough um in my 20s when I got to college I we we got even closer I spent some time and you know went out to California to see him so we were very close and at some point um me him and my mom all three of us were close together so it was Mm -hmm. it was very interesting dynamic that had been created and I really missed that like that was that was my daddy was literally the homie and I I so missed that so and for those of you who don't know, my dad did pass away in 2011. And so that is why I um, 
that's why he's no longer here with us pretty much damn it's been nine years girl yes i that's crazy not right? To, not to even like um make this about anything or i just want to go off on a little tangent for one second i remember the day you called me and told me I packed the motherfucking kids up in that car and asked you no questions. I packed the kids up in the car and I came straight to your house. Like, I just, I remember that day just so vividly. That's just crazy. That doesn't seem like nine years ago. I don't remember any of that. I just remember, like, being told. I don't remember you coming over and any of that. I mean, obviously, it's it's really a blur, but it was very shocking. Um, Yeah. It was it was very shocking because he died unexpectedly. Yeah, and it was just it was just a lot because I was and I hadn't heard from him in like two days. But that wasn't just like something so abnormal. I just knew <laughs> like okay, if it had been a week, that would have been abnormal. But two days, I'll give him two, even though we pretty much talked every day. But yeah, it's been nine years. So wow, uh, yeah, wow. Zone six, we miss you, <laughs> man. <laughs> That was that was my nigga. That was my nigga. So how was the? Well, we talked about your relationship with your father, but if you want to give a refresher, uh, yeah, um, sure. So, um, yeah, we talked about my father in a couple of episodes. But if you're um, just listening to this episode, this is your first episode. My relationship with my father was a little bit more complex. Um, I was the only child for seven years, and. Um, of course, as any little girl with her daddy, that's your favorite person at the time. Like, of course, you love your mom, but your daddy is kind of your world. Um, but my dad was abusive, and, um, an alcoholic, and would go on these rages and abuse my mother, and um, eventually abused me as well. Um, physically not, you know, any any other way, but, you know, physically abusive. Um, so that's after my mother and father um, got divorced. That's when I began to notice, like, he is not the person that I thought he was. And I just want to take the time to shout out my mama because my mama never, ever, 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 ever said anything bad about my dad to me as a child she let me see that shit on my own and as I got older I was like hey like he this ain't this is not what love is this is not how you treat somebody who is um that you care about um so I'm glad that she let me experience that on my own because I'm I'm sure if she would have said xyz about my dad to me then my views would be kind of misconstrued about my dad so um I'm not gonna say I was envious but that's one thing I really admired about you and your dad that you were kind of close and then all three of you you your dad and your mother were kind of close and I was like damn I really fuck with it like that's possible even though you don't you're not you know the parents are not together that's possible to have a that kinship in that relationship so um I missed a lot of things in my adulthood with my dad. And that's how I would put it. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I I know I remember I remember even like and it may it feel it makes me feel two different, you know, I feel 
different ways about it, but I remember when my dad died and your dad was alive, I remember telling you, even though I'm I'm telling you this from a place that I have a different relationship with my dad. And at the time I didn't understand, I know that you and your dad didn't have that great of a relationship, but I didn't understand the dynamic, how you're able to speak about it now, because then you weren't as open about it. But I remember telling you, like, um, I know y'all don't have a good relationship, but you may want to, you know, patch it up or see what you can do about it because at least he's still Mm -hmm. living and it's hard for somebody like you who is not in a good place with him to receive that because it's like well listen you don't understand what we really have going on you know what I mean and so I you know looking back on it now I felt two ways about it I kind of feel like you know I hate what happened after that because you guys weren't able to mend it but then also of me just speaking from a different place and wishing that uh, you know dang I'm speaking from a place where my daddy's in the grave and your daddy's here. At least you have some type of chance where I don't have anything left. Yeah. Again, so. Um, but I, I, I don't want you to feel that type of way because, you know, I, I took that piece of advice. I don't know what my response was to you at the time, but I, that's always had been in the back of my mind. I took that advice and I, um, presenting things to my father about okay this I don't like this this and this and this and blah 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 blah, blah. you know I'm coming to you as a an adult as well and I think that's where parents kind of get misconstrued like okay this is my child but at the same token they're grown too so let me listen instead of from a child's place let me listen in an adult's place and I think that's where me and my dad kind of bumped heads a little bit because okay yeah now I'm I'm not five anymore I'm 20 you know 2025 and I'm trying to tell you how I feel and how this has affected me um but it wasn't reciprocated so I I did my part I did my job I said laid out how I felt and that's the only thing that I was able to do I can't I wasn't able to control how he felt or whatever but I always kept it in the back of my mind what you said okay um I didn't know how that I only realized that later, you know, how you realize mm-hmm. things later on. But yeah. So um I wanna know how like your relationship with your father has affected your relationships as a an adult. Like well, starting from a teenager going into adult. How has it affected your relationships? As far as with men or just... Uh, okay, let's start out with people in general and then with men. Um, I don't know that I can answer that, really. Mm-hmm. Um, As far as with people, because I'm, I'm not really sure how to answer that. Um, But for men, I would say... um, Obviously, a lot of women and girls want um, partners like their dad. Mm-hmm. Um, But I don't... I don't know that I remember thinking that necessarily, but I do remember feeling like, because there were times when, if I mean, if we're, I'm just being honest, I love my daddy, but it was times where he just, what he didn't really come around to be there for me like I needed him to be until I was an adult, which is okay. I never held, held that over his head, but there was times, you know, when he wasn't there for me as a kid and I would feel like um, my stepdad, who, you know, I loved and stuff and he was there for me, but I wish that he could have played a lesser role as a father. My father could have played a little bit more. So I always felt like in that part, like he could have just been like, I already got her. She doesn't really need that. You know, it's cool. So I would say like, sometimes I found myself like maybe 
going after um, people that I, I find that weren't always there for me like mm-hmm. that. Um, so that that is another part. Um, and then I was always attracted to somebody like him that's more outgoing because I'm introverted, but I've never been attracted to an introverted guy like ever, like ill. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> attracted to somebody who's extremely extroverted and, and my daddy was that. Like mm-hmm. we were total opposites as far as but um I will say like yeah he definitely was <laughs> but I would say like one thing that makes me really just miss him and just wish he was here like is just that my number one thing was just getting married because get, I really wanted him to walk me down the aisle yeah. you know and when he was alive I never really imagined myself getting married but I always knew like he would be there for my wedding and you know he we may have a conversation about it and although I got the next next thing which was his brother you know, and I'm definitely love my love and adore my uncle. Um, it, but it just wasn't the same as having <clears throat> what it would have been like to have my dad there, yeah. um, making the whole wedding about him. But it would have been hilarious. But oh yeah, that's yeah. Like, oh yeah, I can't just... <laughs> that boy would have been oh, lit. <laughs> oh y'all, like if y'all cannot tell by how we're talking about her dad, like. Her dad was like the life. When I say the life of the party, like times seventy five. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy that you remember that much about him because it's like y'all didn't even inter- have that many interactions. But yeah. just when you around him, he just like is so like it's like a consistent absorbed. smile on your face. Hilarious. He was very charming. Yeah, very charming. He was making me blush a little bit like, this my best friend dad did like <laughs> <laughs> He was oh. he was a character. He was And nobody was off limits. Everybody, everybody. Was under the charm. Everybody bad. flamed up, talked about everything. Like your daddy was cool as hell. Like I loved it. Loved it. Yeah. What's one thing that you um, feel like in your adulthood you could have really benefited from having your dad? I guess we'll ping pong and go back and forth. Um, one thing that I could have benefited is learning how to. Huh, I don't know how I want to phrase this. I don't want to be like politically incorrect, but I would have learned how. My my dad kind of like jumped from job to job. So my mama was kind of the breadwinner and kind of like she, I, I don't know if I would say she was like the head of the household because, you know, this, you know, they'd love to say men are the head of the household and da 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 and blah, blah, blah. And we talked about them last episode. But yes. Anyway. But, you know, my mama was, if I had an issue, I would go to my mother but I think that if my dad was more of a poignant figure in my life, then I would be able to learn how to, I would, I would be better at receiving leadership from a man. Mm, that is interesting. Um, oh, wow. I really have to unlearn, like when my husband says things a certain way, that I don't cock my head to the side and be like, fuck you talking about? Like, this ain't that, my nigga. Like, 
I don't know what the kind of I don't know what this you know what the fuck you want, but uh, I, that ain't working for me. <laughs> um, and I've gotten yeah. better as I've grown, but um, a lot of things could have been resolved a lot quicker, um, and a lot sooner. And I don't even want to say be put in my place because that's not even what I'm about, or you know. How, like how that sounds you know towards women but I would have been able to like take my hands off the steering wheel a little bit better if mm, much better that sounds better Um, if my dad played that kind of role in my life and he didn't it was more of like daddy I need this daddy I need that da, 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 da. oh ask your mama well motherfucker ask my mama first why you think I'm coming to you like she ain't got it or right and so they kind of kind of that was the beginning of you kind of like not trusting what a man has to say because this that's your first example of what a man should be right for many of us we don't get a great first example so it's like yeah oh well this kind of shapes and mold every our interactions with men from here on out and especially men that we love yeah you know and um i'm glad you said something about finding a man like your dad because one thing i was hell bent on finding someone who was not like my father and mm-hmm. my kids that in you know, my older kids children was uh, my father wrapped in a bow and the only thing that he did not do um was physically assault me and we had one instance but you know other than that you know he didn't put his hands on me or he didn't beat me or anything like that so I was like oh well he's not really my daddy but that motherfucker was my daddy mm. um and so had I been more hip to game and my daddy would have been like hey you don't want to fall for no fuck ass nigga or whatever like had my daddy put me on then I would have been able to realize like okay this is not the type of man I want and insert my husband, it's like, okay, now this is completely the opposite of my daddy. Yeah, he's still a hard body, but he's completely the opposite. He is caring, compassionate, da 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 And now he's able to teach my daughter, like, you don't want, do you want somebody who's going to open your doors? You want somebody who's going to give you flowers? You want somebody who's going to do this and this and the blah, blah, blah. He's more of a... um He's more understanding and loving, and I thank God for that every day. Like, it took me a couple of frogs to kiss in my own learning and getting to love myself to realize, like, this is what I needed. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, (laughs) With that being said, I think that's a perfect uh, segue into what the next thing it is that I wish I would have been able to have my dad help me navigate um adulthood like adult adult like I had him in my adult years but it was just really cut so short Mm -hmm. um would have been navigating I had this navigating men points of view and when I say that I mostly mean like especially like you know in a marriage men points of view in general but in a marriage because sometimes like you I find myself because my mom you know I didn't really grow up 
in the house in the same house with my dad so I don't know how that was I just my mom and my dad mm-hmm. had been separated ever since I could remember so I was always they were always co-parenting back and forth so I knew that my mom was pretty much the leader of our yeah. household as well so yeah. funny that you bring that up and it's like pull my wig back a little bit because a lot of things when a man says something I'm kind of like mm, yeah okay and then my mom always drilled into me you can strong go to school be independent you know almost to a fault because it's like at some point if I do plan on getting married then at some point I have to and submit in a way mm-hmm. um, but even just compromising it's hard mm-hmm. to compromise when you're used to just doing things on your own so it would have been really great to have him around just to help me navigate you know why a man is thinking this way or you know tell me more about it and obviously he can't speak for all men but he could put a lot of things into perspective where I wouldn't have had to hit my head against the wall so many times that we could have my daddy was like super intellectual and into like reading books he would mm. even as an adult like he would read to me before we go to bed and I was not quite there yet mm-hmm. but I'm just you know enjoying the time with my dad he'd have all these books about times and all this different deep shit and he'd talk about a higher power and all this type of stuff which I'm I'm right there now but I just miss you know being able to have that yeah. deep conversation about those things especially like I said different men points of view and just getting his take on it because I really um valued his opinion and what he had to say so yeah um, it's funny that you say that because my daddy was like um I I listen to stories about him now from like different family members and it's like your daddy was smart as fuck like he was like borderline genius level and I never really got to experience that and because he was dealing with his own demons Mm. um and I just it just it's a struggle I'm not I'm not gonna lie to y'all and this episode is gonna be super emotional for me I just wish that I was able to know him on that level. Yeah. I wasn't able to because he was going through his own shit. And then at the time when I got older, I was going through my own shit. Um, but society tells us like, yeah, you a strong black woman and da 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 da. You don't need no man. You need your daddy. Yeah, you definitely do that. That's that's a very false thing that's fucking us up right now. You need your like all kids, boy or girl. You need your daddy. You need your daddy. You need. And I, I did not realize how much it really fucked me up until we're having this conversation now. Like I, that man was like, it's so many bad things I hear. But there's so many good things I hear at the same time. So it's just, whew, it's a. That just sucks because you won't, you didn't really get to know that good, sweet yeah. spot of him. And I struggle because, like, as your dad, you know, your dad passed <clears throat> nine years ago. My dad passed five years ago. And it kind of breaks my heart because now that he, he's not, he doesn't know my youngest baby, Carson. He doesn't know, you know, he's not going to know my other child when I do have another child um my kids were 
seven and six, like they didn't even get to enjoy their grandfather. So it just kind of, I, I feel robbed. <laughs> yeah. I feel robbed a lot. And I, I think that you can kind of relate to that because your kids are not going to be able to know their grandfather as well. So it's just, you, I'm. Girl, listen, let me tell you that. Because let me tell you why you get on my nerves as my friend so much. Because that was my number three thing about why I needed him here. Ain't that girl going to put me in my feelings? But I, I, just like Brittany said, that's that's another thing that just, you know, makes me really wish that he was here. Because I wish he could have meet, met my future children. And um, he he loved my dad. Loved kids. A lot of people don't know that, but he loved kids. He loved hyping them up, sugaring them up. Like he loved kids and animals, and he just, I mean, that that was his shit. And I just know he would have been a very good grandfather to my children. Mm-hmm. Like I know that, and I just that sucks because my children will not know what it is to have a grandfather. Period. They will never know that because my husband, um he doesn't speak with his father and I'm not quite sure if he's I don't know if he I don't know a lot about his dad at all so I just know that's this just not an option for my kids on you know at all and that just sucks because although I didn't have that either and I was huh but yeah it just sucks because it's my dad like I wanted them to be able to meet him because he was quite you know an amazing man and he just didn't reach his full potential I don't think as far as you know him where he could have been after his his mom passed he just never he kind of was stuck in that place and so um I was really looking forward to after graduating college because otherwise I was grown I could have been moved with my dad but honestly after college my plan was and he was working so hard for me to to get us a house so that I could move to California after college and that just was the plan I don't know that a lot of people knew that but that was our little plan and it just yeah, it got cut short. So otherwise, I would have been in California doing doing my thug thizzle. <laughs> that girl would have been so far away from me. I would have been crying. Nika, come night. <laughs> I know. I just imagine I would have been like a real Cali girl out here. Like, yeah, I'm in California. Like, I don't even know what that would have looked like. But I was willing to be like, okay, I'm. A, I finally get to go to live with my dad now. Yeah. So. Yeah. Is there anything? Um, different he would have done like now in hindsight uh, that I would have yeah, been different I know you wouldn't have been able you know to prevent from um him passing away or whatever but is there anything that you would have done different like would you you know held on a little bit tighter or would you have been able to like soak up a little bit more energy or what would you have done a little bit different with you know getting to know your dad for sure, just in general, if I had to do anything different, um, and this is not even just related to him, but especially because you mentioned him, I would have, because I always did want to live with my dad as a kid, but that just wasn't going to be an option for me because he didn't really have a lot of structure and it just wasn't going to be. That but, girl was going to be hyped up but, on jungle juice and hot <laughs> fries all damn day with her dad. <laughs> going to school with nine matching clothes on talking about his own sister that's what I wanted 
let me tell you, my daddy got me whatever I wanted, whatever, whatever it was. But that was also because there was a lot of things he wasn't doing as a father. And I realized that now. But like I said, I did not hold that above his head because why life I knew life was too short for that. And I adored this man. But if I could do it all over again, I would have not pretended like I was a tree and stayed in Memphis and went to college. I would have um went to college closer to where he was or closer to some other family and I would have done things differently and allowed myself more time to travel to be able to see him Mm -hmm. knowing his situation like I would have just not um because a part of me was like well I'll go see him but only if he pays for it because you owe me from all these years anyway so I did carry that with me um and now it's like you know that wasn't even really that wasn't for me. I'm grown. I could, you know, pay for my own stuff. So I would have been more willing to just get up and travel and even go to school where he was. Cause I didn't have to go to school where I went to school. It was just out of pure convenience. And it just, I kind of regret staying to go to school. Cause I could have done that anyway. Yeah. I'm an adult at that point. So yeah, that's what I would have done differently. Mm-hmm. Okay. What about you? Um, one thing that just, you know, both of our fathers died abruptly. Um, one thing I would have done a little bit different is um, I'm learning how to, like, let the guilt part, the daughter guilt part of mm-hmm. me go. Um, a couple of days before my father passed, he, like, left me a voicemail, like, um, like, hey, I tried to contact you. You're not answering. Da 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 da. Like, the ball is in your court now. Um, and then a couple of days later, I found that he had passed and he had been dead for a couple of days. Um, one thing that I would have done differently was, well, let me let me be super fucking honest. I don't know. I don't know if I would have done anything differently. I don't I really don't know because I laid out to my dad my issues. I said how I felt and he still was not receptive. And I cannot sit here and pretend like anything that I would have done differently would have changed our fate because it just is what it is when you have an expiration date. When it's time for you to go, it's time for you to go. Um I think that maybe it would have brought me a little bit more comfort for myself if it was like, okay, yeah, I said I was going to do this differently. Um, But that's just a lie. This is a lie to myself. And I just need to be as a person who's growing and learning who I really am. I can't hold on to that. Like what what I want my dad to be is not... It's not and was not realistic. He was not a person who who was in touch with his feelings or who was a person who was emotionally intelligent, even though he was borderline genius. He was not emotionally intelligent. Um, so I don't know if I would have done anything different. I really don't. I wanted, uh, I, one thing different I would have done is like, you know, let my, I would have been able to, um, get to know him a little bit better personally, like, outside of my dad. Like, why are you the way that you are? Um, I know that you don't have a relationship with your father, and I know that it fucks with you that you don't have a relationship with your father. I know that 
my dad and his dad stayed in the same exact city in our our my uh my hometown if you want to say that because I was a you know navy bird or whatever but a hometown where our family is from so small like you could walk that fucking city you could that's how small it was and my dad and his dad stayed in the same city my dad's dad did not fuck with him at all and I know that ate him up and I know that my dad had a little bit of a jealousy bug because it was a lot of things that was going on and people was getting money and doing this and doing that and um but I would have I would have got to know him a little bit better as a human instead mm-hmm. of getting to know him as a father so, so I could just understand kind of and, and get the emotional intelligence part of it that's the only thing I'll probably do different now as I'm growing and understanding how you know life works that's interesting and I I, I feel that I mean because you know there may you know I'm, I appreciate you for being real on that note because you 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 did you know you can only control you, yes more importantly yes. so it's like you can say you would have done something differently but just like you said that doesn't mean that would have um made his actions change in any way right. because you you don't have control over that so one thing i want people to stop doing especially as a women um, I want us to stop beating ourselves up for relationships that we cannot necessarily fix. Mm-hmm. Um, we're only responsible for the actions that we are able to control. So if you, you know, man, woman, child, adult, whatever, who it is, or you can, the only thing you can do is lay out your feelings. And let me say this. Hey. If if you happen <laughs> because I, I feel a type of way about this, obviously I'm sensitive to the subject as it relates in many ways. Mm-hmm. I I understand if you if your child's father is toxic Whoa. or something, whatever. Wait, wait, wait I get we, rewind just a little bit. Say that one more time. I understand if your child has a toxic mm-hmm. father. I understand mm-hmm. that. However, sis, being that that is still your child's father, unless he's a danger to the child, mm-hmm. if you might want to have some supervised business, mm-hmm. y'all got to please stop keeping your children away listen, from their father. Listen, I mean, listen. How, how, how selfish is it of you as a mother because you feel a way personally to keep your kids away now i get that you know you want to say well i don't want you to get my kids hopes up coming in and out of my life let me tell you something about children though i i I totally get that but children people put children on this high ass pedestal like they're just the end all be all they're okay they will adjust Mm. now unless they out here a crackhead somewhere children can talk children can understand and i feel like we don't give them enough credit for being intellectual human beings that they are like I don't think it's fair for you as a mom, if, if if anybody can relate to that, to keep your children away just because usually it's something personal or he hasn't been doing this, he hasn't been doing that. So what? This is still a child, a human being you created and you're going to put yourself in the middle of their relationship and change the trajectory yes. of your child's life because of a financial issue or whatever yes. 
the case may be. That's not fair. It's very selfish, and you need to check yourself. One it. thing I learned from Kim Collins, and that's the best thing she could have ever done for me, is did not badmouth my children's father to them. Um, my children are my oldest children are thirteen and eleven, and I let them see everything they need to see for themselves on, on their, their own. own. Yeah. Um, I don't, I, I don't want to. You know what? One thing is, I don't want them to get older and be like. Mama said this and Mama said that and that wasn't necessarily true because my daddy said this and my daddy said that and da 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 da. No, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you dig your own grave. Right. So I'm I'm very thankful that my mama was able to let my daddy dig his own grave because without that, I don't know if I would have been able to let my children see for themselves that you know how their father was so but because baby guess what you come come get them like i didn't have them all week you come get these <laughs> come get them like i ain't ever gonna keep you away from these kids baby like you can't ever say that about me ever come get these children because i'm trying to me i'm trying to you know get my back broke from my new niggas so can you come get these kids oh please but you know, a lot of it just ends up being like it's it's to me it's more of a control thing where like you hurt me at some point. This ain't even about because I feel like if if everybody's thinking about from a place of what's best for my child, you can't tell me at any point what's best for your child is to not to have the person that you pick to be their father right. around. You're not gonna tell me that unless they're a crackhead or unless they're super physically or emotionally abusive to the child. And at that point, they still need to have some type of relationship. Mm-hmm. And have supervised mm-hmm. visits, but just to put yourself in the middle, mm-hmm. and it's it, because you have the control and you have the power at that point. It's to me, it's just really, really cowardly, and it's just like that's very unnecessary and selfish. So speaking of like letting, you know, your child see who their dad is for themselves. Did you see that video of the mama who cut all her baby's hair off? Girl, that video makes babe, me break out of high some of that. I'm did you like who I was you? so out up behind that video? Like, okay, like listen, I and I can say this as a person who has um kids outside of a marriage. So for the wait, okay, let's recap ahead, for the people who don't who haven't seen the video that we're referencing, there was a video put on some social media platform babe, of babe. a ghetto ass. Um, co-parenting situation where the the only thing that we saw in the video was the a little girl clearly she had just gotten her hair mm-hmm. braided but we saw her mom interacting with her dad but her mom like with this terrible um attitude mm-hmm. like cutting cutting the baby's hair out now I think a lot of people who don't understand and don't know especially if you're not black will probably assume that or even if you're not a, even a woman assume that oh she's cutting her hair I'm sure she didn't cut her real hair, but the whole point was she's cutting out a hairstyle that the dad had facilitated for his child to get. And most most men, let's be honest, do not fuck with their daughter's hair. Most of them don't. Or, you know, whatever the case may be. So I guess that she felt the type of way about it because it was possibly somebody who was fucking woman braided her hair. So she felt like it needed to come out. Okay, go ahead. It just made me so enraged. Like, you would go to these lengths to 
make him upset when you're you are the one who looks stupid. <laughs> you look stupid, and, and then and then oh. The, there were women in the comments saying, and why he recorded, he should have been whooping her ass or something. I'm like, are you kidding me? So he can go to jail? What? Right. Like, he's recording because somebody needs to see this shit. We got a camera. She's not necessarily harming the child. What she is doing is definitely scarring her for right. life emotionally. Yeah, but that little baby but was that, just crying her little heart out. Oh, my God. All because, again, that's a controlled jealousy type of issue because another woman was in your child's hair. Now, I know that parents fall short and you and everything can't be everything, but if you absolutely positively feel that way about having somebody in your daughter's hair, then make sure you had that shit already braided, already done whenever the drop-off happens. Right. So if you send them over there and their hair is not done and they come back the same way, that's going to be a problem. So I'm going to need you to pick one, sis. You're very ghetto and it wasn't cute. I've never had an issue with um, anybody my child my children's father have dated unless it was you know he deliberately lied to me and I would never you know go to her I would always go to him like you lying bastard like <laughs> like I've never brought it to the woman but it was just I'm never gonna feel no type of way like y'all y'all take these kids to Dave and Buster's please get them like <laughs> take them <laughs> But anyway, you gonna do that hair too, Lord? This is a whole totally different tangent for a whole totally different subject. Mm-hmm. Anywho, is there anything that you could say to your dad one time, one last time, girl? I listen. If I could tell him anything, the literally. I would tell him I just need him now more than anything mm. and that just would be that on that and that I feel I just I'm only have like a little regret that I didn't take advantage of more time mm-hmm. with him but in a way I, I, I know that when he was here I enjoyed the time with him I just now knowing that he's not around I would break my neck to go do so mm-hmm. um, but I would just definitely let him know I need him now more than ever mm. Mm. What about um, you? I would just say, you know, we're still speaking in a realm like I know that he's gonna pass away. Like, um, I just really wish that you would take better care of yourself because it's important for not only me to get to know you, but for my children get to get to know you so they can get to know me better. <laughs> because truth be told I am a lot like my dad whether I want to believe it or not so for them to get a better understanding of their mother they need to get a better understanding of their grandfather and you know his generational ties or whatever so that's the only thing I would do a little bit different different because I've you know said my grievances and um, even though they weren't received very well I said what I had to say and I said what I said as Nene Leaks would say. Um, but said what I, said. I said what I said. And, you know, that's it. That's it. And you know, maybe I you know, I love you one last time so I could just be at peace with that. I feel that. Yep. 
you know me, I be I, I be trying not to go so deep, because <laughs> I never really dealt with the you know grieving him. Yeah. So he knew he definitely knew that there wasn't there wasn't you know I think he knew how I felt about him, and I wouldn't mind you know telling him I loved him, and my daddy always made sure as much as a lie I know this was my daddy always made sure to tell me yeah me and your mama worked hard to get you here girl and I'm like okay all right girl, they had that, that fan enough. on girl it was working hold it I do not yes ma'am I'm sorry I'm sorry. I'm sorry I'm <laughs> sorry <laughs> what did y'all y'all went to the store for what because I don't mm-hmm. want to they had that the fan store. on not... they had that wet towel ready they was all right all right, I'm Not sorry. I'm sorry. My mama told me we a little raw for her ears. So I'm sorry, girl. <laughs> <laughs> she said we a little raw. <laughs> hey, Miss hey, Kim. Mama. But yeah. And we're back. We are back. <laughs> so we have reached another segment of the podcast which is called if niggas ain't got shit else they got the for our new listeners if they don't know what Britney's singing they got the all that you wanna go I'm gonna sing it you you can sing it so just so they can understand the audacity so if niggas ain't got shit else they got the what Mm-mm. Britney audacity I usually sing it a little bit <laughs> Y'all, I, I don't. If y'all want to um send us a key that Britney can sing in, I don't know if it's A flat, B. Girl, I was singing uh, the Z, Z right there. All right, that was just. <laughs> but anyways, in this segment, um, niggas is everybody mm-hmm. who has the audacity to mm-hmm. try us. Because in general, we all know that niggas always have the audacity. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember if I said I had an audacity, but I kind of don't. Oh, well, let's let's just say for our new listeners, audacity is anybody who you know they if they shape shift, they male, female, X, Y, Z, uh, LGBTQ, A, niggas is everybody. Right, that's what I was explaining. Niggas is anybody who had the nerve, Any, the gall. Anyone. All mm-hmm. of it, mitigated or not mitigated, the, to try it's me. No mitigation. Or it's no mitigation. It'd be no mitigation at all mm-hmm. to the ball. But I don't have one normally. <gasps> like I live for one, and I don't. I don't think I have one. Really, girl, I've been and really healing. And that's surprising because that girl always oh, have one. Out there. It's okay because I got yeah. I got two for you. Okay, awesome. Pass. <laughs> okay, so my first audacity is um, if I said I'm done talking about it, I'm done talking about it. Don't keep bringing it up to me. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a shit. And that's the easiest way to get your ass cussed out. If I said I'm done, I said what I said. Um, there's no reason why for you to pull out your MacBook, uh, pull up PowerPoint. And then get your your little little remote control and decide to go through your slides and lay out your presentation to me. Because guess what? I'm asleep and I don't give a damn. Okay? All right. So my second audacity is to... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My second audacity is to um, an audience 
we don't really have right now and that's okay because i'm gonna we're manifesting that we, we're manifesting that we're gonna have it but it's to my listeners who are mothers um so i'm, I'm gonna go off for y'all y'all ready okay um <laughs> dear husband and kids um or you know boyfriend baby daddy children's whatever you know a boo thing side piece or whatever um don't ask me what I'm gonna cook if you don't at least aid in what I'm gonna cook okay all right Ooh, so that means wait if you don't you know I work most of us work and if we're not working we're still working to help provide for the children um so that means if you're not gonna pull a motherfucking thing out for dinner <laughs> don't ask me what i'm gonna cook so this week my family decided you know on a random tuesday wednesday can't remember what day it was specifically they decided they weren't gonna pull shit out for dinner everybody had their ass on their shoulders i don't know it's okay <laughs> um, I love you say that. nobody pulled anything out for dinner I walked to the door. It wasn't, you know, hey, Brittany. Or, no, it wasn't even, hey, mama. Hey, Brittany. Hey, uh, hey, bitch. Hey, ho. It wasn't nothing like that. It was, you know, it wasn't, no, how your day, how was your day? You know, you know, how, did you get through the day all right? It wasn't nothing that it was, uh, hey, mom, what you gonna cook for dinner? Oh, well, look in the sink. Look in the bowl. Well, nothing pulled out for dinner. I don't know what, whatever we're going to eat. Our teeth going to be broke because it's frozen. Um, or we're going to have air sandwiches in this bitch. I don't know what the fuck we're going to eat. I don't know. <laughs> um, so, sirs, ma'ams, you know, whatever. Whoever you are. Little children. If you want to eat, um, if you want some for you let's keep in mind that this person who is assisting in the food and the grub now let's break it down just a little bit more just a little bit not only do they go to work they also go and purchase the groceries they also make a grocery list they also Mm. have to go through the damn grocery store on a Sunday when that's not the best time to go to a grocery store you know um, they also may sometimes have to sift uh sift through coupons or whatever, get the coupon out on their phone or whatever. Um, look at prices like this cheese is a little bit more cheaper than this cheese, but I like the higher cheese. But this cheese really fit my budget, like you know. Um, they have to- so I get you. So you gotta gather, <laughs> plant, gather it up, and yeah. And then not only that, do you, you have to um. Decide meal for meal. What's going to be eaten? You know, some people like to say, hey, we're going to have, you know, Taco Tuesday, uh, Wing Wednesday. Ooh, that's uh, good. You know, Case of Taco Thursday, you know, um, whatever. <laughs> you know, some people like to plan their meals out. Um, you know, down to the seasonings. Um, so... If you're not going to assist in any of that, you don't have the 
fuck you better not have the fucking god to ask me what the fuck i'm going to cook do you hear me y'all get get a piece of bread in there and make some motherfucking toast and put some butter on that bitch and some salt i mean not some salt but some sugar and some cinnamon and there's your you're not gonna help me and I got to deal with all these people throughout the day. Not only my family, but I got to deal with different motherfuckers who think they can talk to you any kind of way. And I got to put them in their place and then come home and put my pa- family in their place. Somebody along the day going to have me fucked up. And it's probably going to be the people in the ladder of the day who got me fucked up. Okay? Because I'm at, at the end of the day, I'm just about tired. Okay? So help me help you not to get cussed out. And that's all I'm saying. Just help, like, mothers, and not not even mothers, but wives. And I know that there are some people who listen to this in a relationship <gasps> that's li- If you live with somebody, if your man is a regular nigga, uh, the niggas that we defined in this segment, he had audacity because I know, mm. I know, and this happened before I got married, that mm. niggas would come home and say, You'd come home and, you know, because you walking in the door triggers a hunger sensation. Like, I got to scientifically look at that like, shit. You know, but it triggers the they, they, they could fucking be off for that day, nigga. They could be oh, they could be off. That's the worst. That's the that worst. is the worst. You, you off of work and you still asking me what's for dinner? Well, and then, the, and then you'll ask me and say, and everything is frozen. It's like, well, and my my default, like you said, like you, because even if it was taken out, I'm still annoyed that I have to cook it because you still didn't think about me. But the fact that to add to add extra ice on top of the frozen ass meat you got in there, it like you it's it's frozen as fuck. And what do you want me to do? And I remember telling my husband like, well, I don't, I'm not the unthaw fairy. I don't know how to unthaw it that quick. Like, what do you want me? Like how? Oh, I forgot. Okay, so then what? Well, I forgot to turn how to. I forgot to turn how to. I forgot how to turn the stove on. I forgot. I forgot. Do you have money for pizza? Do you have money for anything? Oh, we don't. That's not in our budget for the week. I don't know what the fuck we gonna do. Because we're not gonna. We're not gonna overspend on our budget. We're not gonna do that. No, if you knew the shit was frozen and when I got home you was going to be hungry then you should have said hey I ordered takeout or whatever it was I hope you like it at that point even if it's pizza and I don't want it I'm glad that you got you and if I want it I can eat it if not fine I'm just glad that you made a little effort there right effort we're going to have to effort say like effort effort okay actually I I do have like a small audacity it's very small and it's quick okay. can I see mm-hmm. it okay girl my audacity goes to the place I spend the most of my time. Where is it work? It is work. Okay. Um, I just would like people to know um, that I love to mind my business um, because I truly believe that that keep that's been helping my skin clear up mm-hmm. along with drinking water, and I feel like that helps. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. The help the aging process. Help slow down. You know, y'all say, like, don't Oh, hurt. you have to be 33. You don't look like it. Oh, because I mind my business. Mm-hmm. That is what helps me not age. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm saying that to say when people ask me things that are not my business outside of the realm of my business, outside of the circle of Anika's business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You feel me? You picking up what I'm putting up? I'm picking up. I'm picking up then I'm not going to know because it's not my business and I'm just literally here to give my check and mind my business. Mm-hmm. Yes, I may work in a team, mm-hmm. but everything is mostly 
individual and at the end of the day when it comes to their personal matters such as hey where is so-and-so hey um do you know what so-and-so said hey when is so-and-so coming back i anika Mm -hmm. would not know that because i am an expert in all things anika i'm not an expert in co-workers i'm not an expert in expert in bosses i'm not an expert in anybody else besides this regular ass nigga that i live with and i love my husband i I know my business and that's mm-hmm. all I know. And he's a part of my business, so that's the only reason why I know his ass. But at work, so with that being said, I really, my niggas had the audacity to ask me things that they know are not my business mm-hmm. and expect me to know. So that kind of makes me like, you know me at this point. You know I like to mind my business. And you can even say, take it to, oh, well, she never knows anything. No, I never know anything when it's pertaining to somebody else mm-hmm. because how does that help me? Please let me know how that helps me make my paycheck bigger. I'm going to know things that are going to bring money in my check. If it's not bringing a bottom line, then why do I need to know? So don't ask me things pertaining to a boss, a coworker. I don't know where they are. I don't know who's off. I just know what I know, and that's me and mine. And that's on period. Stop asking me about things that are not my business. If it's not on my check, it's not my business. Bam. I'm done. Mm-hmm. That hasn't bothered me the whole mm-hmm. week, and I just yeah, I heard the Negro spiritual in my voice. <laughs> <laughs> this past day, from ancestor to ancestor to ancestor, do you hear me? <sighs> I think we as Black folks have a special like I. I really I value people that value just their business. It, it makes me happy. Mm. Cause guess what? When you start to guess my business, I'm gonna let you know your business is over there. I, I don't want to guess. So your business, your business is over there in that box. Actually, um, I'm trying to tend to my own business. Thank you. That's it. That's that's all I can do. <sighs> if if your business don't bring any more business to my check, why do I need to know about it? Answer. If anybody can answer that for me, that'd be great. And then maybe I can know because I still want to not age. Mm-hmm. So let's mm-hmm. not. That kind of ties into like I, I said I don't fucking care. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't I don't give a shit. Okay. You try to make me give a shit and I don't. But what's gonna happen is you're gonna get your ass cussed out. And I'm so far beyond cussing people out. Uh but you 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 stepping over the line and you put both feet over there, I'm gonna chop your motherfucking legs off, okay? Because what happens when you mind somebody else's business, you get worried about things that you should not worry about. Mm-hmm. And now that you're worried about things that you shouldn't worry about, you took the attention off of yourself and put it on somebody else's for no reason. Mm-hmm. No reason. Now you look like your neck is like you're 65. There's no reason for that. Mm-hmm. You you literally could just worry about your business mm-hmm. and then yo, you can have a tighter neck. I truly believe that's why. Some of us from the Caucasus Mountains age so fast because they're so busy helping and wanting to help everybody else. In the, but not minding their business. It's I, I don't think everybody know how to mind their business. They don't. It's a truly it's a true art form. It's a true art form, and I love. If anybody has knows a conference about minding mm-hmm. business, I'd love to be the keynote speaker because I, I, I some tips. can do I got that. some tips. You ready? Go ahead. Um, one thing that can help you to mind your business is you know. Um, is the scientific fact that you you know need to drink a gallon of water a day? Um, if you're drinking a gallon of water t- a day, all you're able to do is mind your business and use the bathroom. That's all you have time for. <laughs> that's all you. That's all do. you have time for. And that's-, and that's what I've been doing is you know drinking my gallon of water and minding my business. Um, I'm if I'm not using the bathroom, 
it's a short period of time that I'm able to just tend to my business um, because <laughs> <laughs> I, other than that, I'm using the bathroom, you know. So, um, and minding your business along with using the bathroom, it cleans your skin up. So if you have any acne issues, you're gonna have to mind that. Business. You're gonna have to mind your business. That's it. That's there's no way around that. So. And if you don't mind your business, then you better have a fucking amazing skin routine. Amazing. You know, a 10-step Korean skin routine. So. <laughs> you better have turmeric from your rooter to your tutor. Do you hear me? Inside the tutor. There's no other. <laughs> All right. Uh, this, is, this session has gone okay. far. All right. Can, okay. can we manifest we something can. for our listeners? Because they, they want to see these black girls manifest. We can't. Okay. So, I wanted to, before we get into the I mean the chakras and stuff I just wanted to put in like I'm not going to start uh, saying what my crystal for the week is and so I'm just going to take it down to super 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 basic my crystal for the week is going to be um, rose quartz oh yes 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 <laughs> rose quartz amplifies love and um Make you more susceptible to love and all that kind of good stuff. So, get your rose quartz. Um, I like to put my rose quartz in my bra and put it on, you know, right under my titty, so it can be close to my heart. So, I always can I ask you mm-hmm. something? Do you feel better at work and more protected when you do have your quartz or any type of stone in your bra for whatever? Absolutely. You do. I really do. I really feel like, um, and you know, sometimes I forget that it's there, so I can't even say that it's a placebo. Um, uh, I know that stones and crystals and gems and stuff have really made a transformation in my life. So I feel like I'm more loving, and my heart is a lot more open, especially when I have my rose quartz cleansed and open to, um love so if you don't know anything about cleansing or anything you want to make sure that your gems are not like um like salentine or anything like that you can't put that in water but like if your stones are tumbled um you can you can look up what stumble tones are but um you can put it under the moonlight you can charge it in sun you can also get it put in like some purified or distilled water and cleanse it like that as well i personally like to cleanse my my stones under moonlight especially when it's a full moon or a new moon so that's how i cleanse my stones or sage as well so and for those of you who don't know it's important to and and i'm still a baby stoner Mm -hmm. if you want to say because i'm still new getting into Mm -hmm. this um but I know that stones carry energy, so sometimes I I would think that they probably would absorb some bad energy, so that's why they need to be right. cleansed periodically, which I definitely have to do on the next full moon. Right. So when you pick out a stone, you want to pick out a stone that is feels good to you. You want to make sure that it feels good in your hands. You want to make sure there's something that you vibe with. You want to make sure that it's, you know, the texture is good for you, um, something that you're going to enjoy touching. It's a lot of times where I get, where a lot of times where I was super anxious and I would grab a, a certain stone depending on what it did and just, you know, roll it around in my hands and I would just, that would calm my anxiety. So um, go to your local herbal or, you know, crystal shop. I would 
because it's Black Girl Manifest, I would suggest going to somewhere that is Black owned. Um, there are a couple Black owned st- stores that are um, Black owned, and one of my favorite is called Soulful Vibes at Soulful Vibes on Instagram. And I think a couple of the stones um, are buy one, get one, actually. So they have like amethyst, smoky quartz, um, rose quartz, and hemonite that are buy one, get one free. We can put that in the um, description box. So if anybody wants yes. to go to it, because I definitely want to check it out. Um, um, so you guys can go get it. Like stones. yoni eggs, herbs, they have all that kind of good stuff. So check out them. Like I was putting on. Um, as from one of my Instagram followers who is super dope, deep in the sugar. Hey, girl. Um, she put me on to Sofa Vibes, and I love them. And they actually, like, will give you a quiz on their uh, website to see which stones fit you the best. And then they have, also, they have stones that will um, buy your zodiac sign as well. Hmm. So it's super, super dope. So, yeah, let's make sure that we put that in the instagram i mean in the uh description as well so um getting down to manifest monday we're going to talk about the chakras as we have said that we're going to talk about so we're talking about the sacral chakra this week um so the sacral chakra informs how we relate to our emotion and our emotion to others it is the creator and the energy center for sexual energy um, if your sacral chakra is blocked, that means that you could be, now this is not for sure, so don't be trying to, you know, say that Brittany said, well, if I'm infertile or if I'm this and I'm that, then it's because my sacral chakra is blocked. No, I'm not saying that. I'm not a professional. I'm just giving you the information that I know, okay? So the lower abdomen is the location of your sacral chakra is two inches above your navel. Um, it controls the abundance, well-being, and the pleasure, and also the sex, sexual sexuality of your um, chakras. One thing that you can say is, I honor myself before I honor others. Um, the color for the chakra is orange, and it is the water element. One thing that you... What does that mean? It's a water element. Um, so different chakras have different elements. So it's more like you know our zodiac signs are like with fire, oh. earth, you know, um, water elements. So that's our chakras are that as well. Okay. Um, this chakra relates to sex. Um, this chakra is what essentially turns us on and is deeply connected to our partnership with others. Let me tell you something. Can I just make I my this chakra is this this is a Patreon episode, but that chakra is open today. Is it? Okay. Oh, so, wow. Baby, that chakra is wide open. Let's go. <laughs> Chakra chakra in the water, in the everywhere. Yes. <laughs> so if your chakra to one night one way to know if your chakra is closed, if you're having some lower back pain, if you're having arthritis. If you're having any sexual issues or hip issues, that's how you know if your chakra is blocked. One way to heal this chakra is to dance like no one is watching. Have a good ass time. Crank up the tunes. Crank up some Janae Aiko. Crank up some 
I love some Summer Walker. If you into trap music, you know, whatever you like, crank that up and dance like nobody is there. Um, you can also keep a journal of any negative emotions and that you can manifest and create the life that you know that you want in that journal. So the crystals that you can use to unblock this chakra will be tiger's eye, fire opal, or car- carnelian. And then the aromatherapy that you can use will be sandalwood, jasmine, or lang lang. Oh. Um, and sandalwood is one of my personal favorite uh-huh. it smells real manly and I like it a lot so um, you can wear bright colors of orange to unblock this chakra as well so just FYI um, so yeah that's our sapphire chakra and then next week we'll get more into our other chakras as well perfect I, I danced my ass off in Zumba today did that's, you? it's funny because I started you know I started working out a little bit mm-hmm. more and the my most of my workout now consists of me combing through these Zumba classes that I figured mm-hmm. out. And this lady, like, she gets you to burn the calories and she makes you have to get your ass and move. So if you ain't got no rhythm, it's really hard because people be all over the place. But I was getting it today, baby. Do you hear me? I was zooming all over the place. <laughs> my chakras is wide open. Yes. Go ahead, girl. Let's go. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Well, I wanted to add a tip mm-hmm. to our this manifesting segment, and I'll just try to come with my random um, manifest tips that I think is helping me. So, as you guys know, with our we talked about meditation on here before, and it's something that has been very hard for me because I'm not able to just sit and think, uh-huh. or to sit and not think. Rather, I'm. I don't. It's like I can't do that to just sit in a quiet place and meditate because I'm like, hmm, is this productive? What am I doing? And a lot of people, I pretty much I want to make in a production out of the whole thing of meditation. But you may have mentioned this before, and I just didn't realize it. And I was listening to Fran, and she said it's easier to view meditation as um, like a reel of your thoughts. Instead of thinking about clearing your mind, you just sit there and just let whatever comes to your mind. You just kind of watch your thoughts go across mm. and just let whatever happen happen. And for me... For her saying it like that, I haven't had the chance to actually sit and do it, but it makes meditation seem less intimidating mm-hmm. for me because it's the less of to do if I'm just sitting in a quiet space, letting my thoughts be, because now I'm like, now I can get with that. I don't have to feel like I'm thinking on a deeper level. I'm just kind of like letting, she said, it's kind of like a thought deck and just mm-hmm. letting them roll. So whatever you think of, let it roll. And then that way you, you're actually dealing with your thoughts for the day. If something is bothering you, those are the things that are going to come up and think of. And that's the only time in your day where you're actually dealing with something and recognizing that something is bothering you or maybe that you're so happy about something because whenever else, because every other point in the day, you're taking some kind of action, doing something else, um, usually for somebody else as far as working or, you know, cooking or whatever else. So I just thought that was a, 
a good tip that I would share with you guys because it's definitely something that I don't feel as intimidated by the whole meditation because Brittany talks about meditating all the time and I'm just like, oh, I'm just not there yet. I can't do it. But now I'm really looking forward to just kind of sitting quiet and just observing my thoughts rather than trying to think of a thought to have for this meditation mm. process. That's, a, that's, that's great. And uh, it's funny that you say that because I was going to mention this. I saw a page on Instagram and I can't remember specifically what page it was, but they said, it's the, you know how you be like, Hey Siri, um, give me blah blah blah. They said, think mm-hmm. of the universe as Siri. Hey, universe, pull up um five thousand dollars in my bank account or whatever. Of course, you're gonna have to work for it, but think of the universe as that it's gonna give you what you want because that's what you want and that's what you're working towards. That is the best <laughs> manifestation tip. <laughs> Hey Siri, hey Siri, let me quit so I can get this motherfucking money. Fuck with me one time, <laughs> Siri. So, hey universe, I don't want to be here. That's how you think of, you know, the you know manifesting. Hey Siri, hey Google, and then it says, you know, um, not in, and to bring it back just a little bit to um, the power of your subconscious mind, the book that I said to read by joseph murray um one chapter says go to bed thinking about wealth and go to bed Mm. thinking of that with a clear mind and that's the last thing you go to bed thinking of and then wake up with gratitude or whatever i cannot tell y'all how much that has really transformed my life like i've even like um implemented that to my husband um, and he has gone to bed with a thankful heart and wake up with a thankful heart. And I can just see like his life just transforming just a little bit. And um, just his thoughts and he's a lot more open and receiving. So let's just go to bed and wake up with a grateful heart before you touch the damn phone. Say your gratitude. Say, hey, I'm just, you know, if if you're only just thankful for waking up, because some people don't wake up. If you're, th- I'm thankful for waking up. I'm thankful for this. I'm thankful for that. Like, your life is going to tra- turn around dramatically. Like, just, it, even if you can just do 60 seconds and then transform that 60 seconds into 120 seconds and then just, you know, day by day, just amp it up, or week by week, just amp it up a little bit more. Like, not only is your, your mindset going to transform, but then your day is going to transform as well because you're super grateful and you're coming into your day with positivity. So let's keep that in mind as well. Good. Good thing. Okay. Definitely will. That, that's kind of simplify some things to get you know for you guys that are you know just getting started mm-hmm. in in manifestation because it's it's a real thing whether you believe um you're super religious or not manifesting um is a real thing and if you're thinking of it um like something that's overcomplicated, some erica badu um type of shit then it's, it's gonna be hard and i know for me i overcomplicate a lot of things but it's literally what you put out you attract so if you're putting out that you're ungrateful and you're always broke you are gonna be mm-hmm. ungrateful, broke ass person so mm-hmm. it's, it's great to be thankful where you can put your mind in a different spot and like Brittany said go to bed you know thinking about wealth and just being thankful for what you have and you have no idea like how much that even transforms 
your thought process so that you you're not your thoughts are not tied up and thinking about all the things that are worrying you so bad whether you're thinking now like how can I do this how can I grow how can I get this which leads to better opportunities and actual ways to grow money grow your money and you know get you out of the situation rather than just thinking about the situation so much right. so I, I can really appreciate those tips because that's, and that, that's and we're not saying not do the work that comes along with it because you definitely need to do the work that comes along with it but if you're manifesting doing the work that comes along with it then you don't have any time to focus on the negativity so right and the work you're going to that's going to help you focus on doing the work rather than sitting back with your arms folded focusing on what needs to be done you actually get to pull your sleeves up and get right. it get to right. do it Right. Okay, girl. So what are you manifesting for the week? So for this week, I am manifesting productivity. Mm. I am manifesting productivity because there's things that we need to do Mm -hmm. um, between the two of us. And there's things that I need to do. I need to start studying for my um, exams so I can get this license. So I'm manifesting just a week of productivity and a week of doing things that I said I was going to do. If I said that we were going to do this, that's what we're going to do, damn it. If I said I was going to go to the gym this many times, that's what I'm going to do. I'm, I'm, I'm manifesting productivity and showing up for myself this week. And I know that I can do that, but it's, it's actually a very hard thing sometimes. So those are what I'm manifesting. And I'm sure that I'll be able to report back next week and let you guys know that I manifested that shit. I asked the universe for productivity and to show up for myself. And damn it, that's what I'm going to mm-hmm. do. How about you? Um, I'm also manifesting productivity and determination. Um, There are things that you and I have talked about that we know about that we're going to turn around and change. But um, determination for this weight loss shit. Uh, oh. <laughs> uh, this is a personal struggle for me. And you can um, watch me on Instagram. As I go through that at Black Girl Manifest. Um, but determination because there are a little, you know, a couple more projects at home that I want to do. Um, like today, I was like, I'm going to do, you know, the outline for the show. I'm going to do this. I'm going to cook dinner. I'm going to do that. And I just kind of let, you know, and I, oh, I'm going to mess with my plants today. I just had a little <laughs> bit more of procrastination because, like, this was my only downtime for the week. Um, because mm-hmm. Sundays usually entail grocery shopping, get prepared for Monday. So I was a little bit lazy today, but I want my Saturdays to be all about determination and not just make my Sundays about, okay, let's go ahead and prep for the week. Like there's really no, you really ain't got no downtime period in life. Um, so you just Mm-mm. need to always be a step above yourself. So I'm learning this, this week I want to manifest determination and just, you know, uh, letting out that lioness just a little bit more, you know. I'm sharpening my teeth. If y'all know I'm a Leo, sharpening my teeth, and uh, I'm finna roar you niggas. The fuck? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Come on, fire sign. Fire, fire unite. Fire sign unite. Yes, <laughs> we do. Uh, we unite and, and light shit yes. up. So, determination is my um manifestation for the week and I also want to say that I'm super proud of myself for this week because um I don't like to call people projects but <laughs> people are projects that girl literally got a project chick okay um, I'm sorry I got actually two projects I am I'm 
My husband mm-hmm. will listen to the podcast. Mm-hmm. So. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna sing the background. You mm-hmm. go ahead. Okay. Um. So it's funny that we're talking about dads today, and me and my husband had a long talk with. Uh, me and my husband had a long talk about him and his dad. So I'm getting through a little bit more, and I I don't look at my husband as a project. I just know that when I am growing and learning, he may not be following suit at the time, but he is going to follow suit, at, you know, when he's ready to follow suit. So I'm glad that we had this conversation about fathers because um, him and I had a long conversation about him and his dad and the, the importance of black fathers, period, across the board. Um, so... It just made him stronger as a dad. And I'm not even going to say stepdad because he's these all these kids, daddy, period. Uh, period. And it just really made me feel good and like I'm taking a step in the right direction because he was like, you know, I really enjoy talking to you and having these conversations. Like, you really understand me and don't judge me. So that really made my heart do some good and along with a couple of other people who have like you know I really like your vibe and what you own and I just really appreciate that you are your authentic self and this just really makes me feel like I've struggled for so long with like putting myself in alignment and making sure like this is my purpose so I believe that it's my purpose and I just ask God and the universe to help me align with my purpose and help me do the right thing. So I'm super grateful and appreciative and I'm glad that you and I have this platform to be able to reach out to people and, you know, high five people and help them get to where they need to be. So I like Black Girl Manifestors and BGM Babes. Like I'm so thankful for you all. Thank you so much. Yay, and with that being said, we I forgot to mention if you guys have any audacities where niggas had the audacity and they tried you, we want to hear them. We want to share them with our other listeners because you guys will be amazed at some other folks' audacities. Like we tell you guys ours, but we definitely want to hear from you. So please don't hesitate to email us at blackgirlmanifest at gmail.com. That's B L K girl manifest at gmail.com also <laughs> before we get out of here i want to mention that we Brittany and i are doing a three-day raw food Ooh. challenge i hope she's gone to the grocery store or is planning mm-hmm. to go because i went today got all my raw stuff and when i tell you i'm ready so i'm manifesting that we're going to show up for ourselves in that and get through monday tuesday and wednesday and maybe try it again next week and see how that you know, goes because i'm going to be I got raw broccoli, raw cucumbers, spinach, kale, and oh, cabbage, wow. and lettuce. Do you, when I say, youch, where's the Baby, tissue? It's going to be okay because this stomach going to be raw too. Ain't no, ain't no flubber no more, B. Do, Do you flip hair? Uh, I'm finna go to South Beach, B, naked on your hoes, okay? <laughs> Smoothies and salads. Hey, I'm, okay, so I have not gone to the grocery store yet, but I'm going tomorrow, and I'm going to buy a juicer. So that's just we'll we'll save that for next week. Okay, we will up got, update you guys and let you know, you know what had happened. Yeah. Cause I'm ready, okay, girl. 
All right, guys. We'll see you next week. We love you and thank you for tuning in. Bye, guys. We'll make this linking up.